Listeners, hey, welcome to Review That Review, the podcast that is dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Cisco and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That is your co host, Chelsea Dawn. And that is your co host, Trey Gerald. And together, we are the Review Queens. <laughs> And a super special cheerio to all of our members on our Patreon who have exclusive access to tons of bonuses, including our very important companion after show podcast, which features additional reviews. So go over to our website, reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon. If you want to show your support in an additional way, then please head over to reviewthatreview.com slash donota. That's German for donate. That's right. Or donate. Or Don 8. Or Don 8. Don 8 today. Thank God, because otherwise I would be really grumpy. True. Here we are. Another week, yes. Chelsea. I can't believe that it's almost, we are a week away from tax day. Don't even freaking remind me because I still have to get my stuff done. And oh my God. I know. Every year I wait till the very last minute. And then always. my accountant's always like, we're going to have to do an extension. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Here's I all know. my things. And then she gets it done for me. And she's like, I did it, but don't do this again next year. And then lo and behold, Groundhog's Day. That must be every tax accountant's clientele. Yes. Like everyone must be like that. 100%. You know, it's interesting because this is my first full calendar year using the Mint app, oh, which that's like right. sort of tracks everything. Yeah. Yeah. So that. So can you export that and then have all. The, oh my God, that's so nice. But it also obviously like tries to default you to like intuit TurboTax or whatever because intuit owns it now so it's Uh, like but we have our own accountant and you know david because he owns his own business he had he like does quarterly taxes like he he keeps up with his accountant throughout the year so that it's not so overwhelming and then i'm over here like uh um, (laughs) anyway that's basically what the most of my week has been i am a little bit parched over here so i'm just gonna take a quick (gasps) swig out of my bottle I know I saw another water bottle with you and I was like did Trey not so guys I did it you know Trey and I have a million water bottles but I sent him another one as a birthday gift that says RQT it's engraved it's very sleek it's very sleek it's black and it's the company is called Lark with a Q Mm L-A-R-Q I believe they were on Shark Tank you know I love a Shark Tank product but the whole shtick of the water bottle is that it's self-cleaning yeah, it's like an, a light, a blue light, and yeah. it purifies your water for you. Yeah. It was very interesting to be charging my water bottle. I was like, oh, I can't wait for this. I anyway, know. I've had it for a while, but I haven't shared it on the show yet. Love, love, love. Also, I don't know if we want to jump right into it right now, but I also sent, because, you know, we're just coming off of Happy Birthday a Little Late, um, which Trey is like so happy about that song. Yes. But did you try the thick? Oh, my God. We never talked about we never it. never talked about it. 
Oh, yeah. I've been using it as bubble bath when I take my bath. Oh, okay. Wait, yeah. that's what is how it's been relegated at this point? I haven't actually used it as a body wash because... Is it thick? You know, I feel like... You know what's surprising is like the... Because uh, I've used it multiple times at this point. Okay. And like as it's getting lower in the bottle, mm-hmm. like the plastic that no longer is like full feels like cheaper which is very interesting like i actually thought it would be a thicker plastic so that was surprising up top everyone on patreon chelsea (laughs) is showing the camera that she has the same bottle i have rqc and yeah i i i wouldn't write home about it it it's really it it does feel um what's that word that i always have a problem with viscous viscosity is high the viscosity is very thick like it it does sort of like if you tilt the clear bottle, it's sort of it is sort of like syrup. Like you can see oh. that it's like thick and whatever. But I don't know. I don't know if I would write home about it. But I okay. enjoy the scent. So okay. everybody yeah. seems to enjoy the scent. That seems to be the consensus on this product. So at least it smells good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The review that we read was like buy the perfume for the smell. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. now we're back. It's no longer Trey's birthday. I'm in the clear. I got all the gifts out. I did all the stuff. Yes, thank you. It was very exciting. I actually got the water bottle before my birthday, but I didn't open it until after my birthday because I didn't want to open it early. So yes, in the real life timeline, the gift came before my birthday. Wait, so how has your week been? Are you doing taxes? What's up? I'm not doing tax. I mean, I need to be doing taxes. It's on the short list. I've just been having so many. I got to lodge right into the complaint, if that's okay, Trey, because it's just this is where we are. Lodge a complaint. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I don't think that Mercury is in retrograde. I know we like to blame that for the technology thing, but I have been having a week with the technology. Mm. First, my computer just decided to stop working, just didn't turn on. Had to deal with that at the oh, Apple store. No. That was a total nightmare. They had to delete everything from my computer. It's fine. Most stuff lives in the cloud anyway. So I'm not like as stressed as I would be back in the day about that part of it. But like just an inconvenience having to schlep over to the Apple store and deal with that. And then mm-hmm. my phone stopped working. I'd be on a call and then the screen would just turn black. So there's like no way for me to end the call or know if you're still on the phone. So it's happening with like clients and I don't even know if they hung up the phone. You know what I mean? So if they're still listening to me, how awkward and terrible. And I'm pretty diligent usually about going into the Verizon store to switch out my phone. But I've been so busy that I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'm just going to have them send it to me in the mail. I'm smart enough to go through the steps on my own. So phone comes in the mail. I ended up not getting home from work until like after midnight. Wow. So I came in, but like, you know, you get a new phone. You're all excited about it. Like it's a big thing. Followed all the instructions to a T. Everything was going great. Got to the point where like the iPhone was making me update the software. No big deal. I was like, Mm -hmm. we're in the clear. We're good. Get to the phone part. And I'm like, let me just make a phone call to make sure that the calls are working. I called review that review hotline like a million times actually. But it said, you know, this is Verizon. You cannot make a call. So I was like, this is so weird. Like I flashed all the colors. Like everything was a green light, green light. Like what's going on? So I signed into my Verizon account and my account has been suspended. Okay. Uh Which means that I don't have a cell phone. I don't have an Apple Watch. I don't have any way for anyone to contact me. My phone number was like erased. As if it doesn't exist. And Verizon is closed. So I was like 
trying to text with the Verizon 24-7 support, who were lovely, by the way, very nice people, <sighs> but they couldn't end up helping me, even though we were going back and forth. Meanwhile, fast forward, 6 a.m., I'm still up. Oh, my gosh. Finally, the Verizon fraud department opens up. So I call. She says to me, oh, I see. I see what the problem is. Your phone is marked as stolen. Your new phone is marked as stolen. And I was like, okay, hold up. This is the fraud department. Clearly, it's not stolen. I have a receipt. I have a PDF. I have a charge on my credit card. Like, it's right. on the My Verizon account. I ordered it from Verizon. Like, Verizon. there's like no like element. How is this stolen? And she's like, I don't know. Like, that's the way it's marked. I can switch you back to your old phone. But just so you know, like, it's marked as like it's a stolen item or whatever. So it's probably going to happen again. And I'm like, listen to me. You are the fraud department. Like, this is your job, okay? On my end, I can go to my Verizon and see that I made this purchase. I can see right. on my credit card that everything went through and it was paid for. What do you, like, you can't change it? Like, you can't say, just kidding. It's not a stolen phone. Everything's all good. What, like, what is the fraud department for? Wait, is this Verizon or is this Apple? This is Verizon. Verizon. I'm so what was the person proposing? That you send it back to a Verizon in person? They were proposing that I switch back to my old phone, then go into an Apple store with this phone that is apparently marked stolen and all of my evidence that I've purchased this phone and then maybe switch out to a new phone. That was like the option that she was giving me at 7 a.m. after mm -hmm. I had like been through this for many, many hours. What a nightmare. And then I'm like, she was like, okay, I've done it. So I go on my old phone while she's there and I'm trying to make calls, trying to call the review that review hotline. And still calls aren't going through. So she's like, I'll connect you to technical support. I'm like, Jesus Aye. Christ. Meanwhile, thank goodness for the chat support person because I said to her, she was like, Miss Chelsea, Miss Chelsea, I just want to do whatever I can to make you happy. I'm like, you're an angel, but can you please stand by while I'm right. doing these phone calls? Because whatever. So she stood by the whole time, thank goodness. Okay. Goes to connect me to technical support. Boom. Hangs up on me. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's happened to me before, too. Yep. So then I, thank goodness, still had the chat support lady on, told her what happened. She was like, do me a favor. Try your new phone. So I tried my new phone and call started working on my new phone. So Weird. I don't know what happened, but I guess she like, the like fraud woman did did manage to like not do it. But I, I, like, I really, I to this day, I don't understand what happened. Yesterday, I went there because I was paranoid because the woman said to me on the phone, it's going to happen again. Stolen. It's marked right. as stolen. And Verizon said, it's definitely not marked as stolen. It definitely shows that I purchased it. The serial numbers match. They can't see anything on their end. Everything looks good and hunky-dory. So I've been using the phone as of now, and it seems to be okay. But like my relationship with this new phone has really been hindered. Like Every time I look at it now, I think about the fact that I lost a tremendous amount of sleep over this thing. And really, I guess the complaint, the very long-winded complaint is... When you do something late at night that you think, ah, easy little nothing, just going to do a quick little thing and oh go to bed, goodness. and it turns into like a whole seven-hour debacle, oh, man. That's crazy. I That's can't. a school day. That's a school day. I did like a full long work shift, got home and did another full long work shift. Mm -mm. What a pain. I've never dealt with anything like that. I will never, ever again 
order a phone to come to my house. I will never not get a phone at Verizon or if I choose to change plans, wherever that is, I choose to go. I will never not go into the store. That's crazy. I'm sorry that happened. That is such a ordeal. Yes, it was definitely an ordeal. And also the stolen thing, it just like doesn't make any sense, but whatever, (laughs) whatever. Want to shout out to Jennifer who works the late shift at Verizon, staying with me the whole time. Really amazing. So Miss Chelsea. Miss Chelsea, it does have a smile on her face now that um, I've gotten to the other end of it and I've caught up on a little bit more sleep. So that's my long-winded complaint. Had to get it off my chest for all you guys to hear. Just like go to the store and do it. Don't try to be a hero, you know? That's so obnoxious. (laughs) I wonder, and I wonder what that glitch was with the old phone too. Like, it's just, we don't understand what these little like mini devices, like it's just so many things can happen and you drop it once and it shatters and then you drop another time and it's like nothing happened. Totally. Like it's so weird. That's my complaint. Trey, let's move on to you. How was your week? Do you have anything to complain about? I want to lodge a complaint against hotels ratio of decaf coffee versus caffeinated coffee when it comes to hotel room coffee makers. Interesting. They literally, Chelsea, when we checked in, my hotel coffee pot came with one regular and two decafs. Hmm. How many decaf coffee drinkers are there out in the world? How many coffee drinkers are there out in the world that check into hotel rooms and need to drink as much coffee as someone who needs it for caffeine? This is like, uh, let's have some fake cigarettes (laughs) in every single room and we'll give you one real cigarette and two fake cigarettes. Yeah, no. It doesn't make any sense to me. This happens all the time. And it occurred to me, and I literally complain every week on my podcast, why haven't I complained about this? I I, I understand having a variety, but why is the variety unbalanced in the opposite way? People who want a decaf coffee generally want that like at nighttime or like they have something else going on in their life but like they're not dependent on the caffeine of coffee so why are you gonna have double the amount of an offering in this hotel room where i'm gonna have and i what i do is i always call housekeeping and i say can you please bring me an excess amount of caffeinated <laughs> coffee pods. But yes. it's so obnoxious because you're. St- I'm at Atlantic City. I don't want to go down and like pay $4 for a coffee at the Starbucks because I'm in a hotel room and you can just give me the complimentary coffee. I-, I just don't understand the logic behind two decafs and one regular. Please explain that to me and make it make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> yes, have options. But like, why would you have two decafs and one regular? Yeah, I don't know. This is interesting. So I'm not a big... Normally, I don't drink coffee. So this isn't something that I would notice at a hotel. Hearing it sounds freaking bizarre. Right. But you're telling me that like when you go to a hotel in the regular, this is it? Like there's a disproportionate ratio of decaf to caffeinated? Like any hotel you go to? It's usually an equal amount, honestly. Okay, because I the only thing I could think of is like, did the Borgata just Forget. like or, or like run low on their caffeinated coffee, and so they're just like nobody's drinking the freaking decaf. So the decaf has probably been in the room since the hotel right. opened, and you know they're running low on the other one, so they're being cheap with their regular coffee because they just don't have enough in stock like that's the only explanation that i could think of because it really there is no logic but 
it's funny to me how we all have those things. Like for me, I have really long hair, so there's never enough shampoo and conditioner. Oh, interesting. There's never enough. So like whenever the if I get someone to help me up with my bags, and they're like, is there anything else you need? I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna need more shampoo and conditioner and probably more towels. Like I I just know that off the bat. So those are mm. things that I I will always request and tip for up top so it, it's interesting i guess everybody has their own little thing when they go into a hotel room that it's like there's never enough of this well that's also an interesting point because it's it would be like finding two little mini conditioners and one right. shampoo exactly it makes no sense also right. to me why is it even normally equal like, don't you think you're going to be restocking the caffeine more than the decaf? So just put more caffeine because either yeah. the guest is going to use it or they're not. So totally. if you overstock it, you're creating less work in the future. I'm mad. I'm mad. <laughs> it's frustrating when you look and there's two decaf. I like, know. what? This is not a decaf culture. It's a calf culture. I do. I, I actually do have a friend who I met recently that drinks decaf coffee. I like I personally I'm, I'm well they I'm can with, go to hell. They're I'm not with, on the show I'm right with now. You they're not on the show. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm with, they're the first person in my life that I've met that's like I drink decaf coffee. Because I'm I'm like, why would it like I just wouldn't drink coffee. Like I'm not a huge coffee drinker because you know, I also can't handle huge amounts of acid and huge amounts of caffeine. So I limit how much coffee intake I have for that reason. Wait, but what? My mother-in-law is similar. And you know who makes an amazing low acidity coffee is Trader Joe's. Oh, really? Oh, that good. that's good to know. Yes. Anyway, try add it to the leisure. I mean, I hear you. That's annoying. I don't know who these decaf people are, but they can go home. I mean, it's a whole nother like sub bullet now because I'm like, anytime <laughs> you're at a restaurant and they're like, can I have a, a decaf? It's like, because I can't have caffeine right now. I'd never sleep. It's like the most annoying conversation. Like, shut up. <laughs> anyway. I love you. I love you. I love I'm, in you. A, anyway. I'm really mad about it. Like, I'm yeah. really mad. Like, in telling you the story, I'm, I'm really You're getting angry. more angry. Like, sometimes it's like you get it off your chest and you feel better. It sounds like you're full of rage. But I think that that's a good thing because yeah, maybe that will make a... you a more compassionate listener to whatever it is that's coming up with this online review that I can't wait to hear about. That's very optimistic of you. Yeah, let's do Thank it. Let's you. jump into some online reviews. Review that review. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you that review, we break it down, and then we rate the impact of that review on a scale. The scale that we use is zero to five crowns. We do have half crown cards available, but so they don't get ha used all the time. But maybe today's the day. This is a Ooh. very regal process that we like to call... Assess that kvetch. That's right. And Trey, what have you brought in for us today? Today, I have a one-star Yelp review written by someone named Karen. Oh my God, it's a Karen. Oh my God, it's a Karen. Yes, this is written by Karen W. For I want my baby back, 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 baby back,
That's from 1998. I'm not going to lie. My parents and I did. There was a Chili's in our neighborhood and we used to go somewhat frequently. Like it was maybe like. Hi, welcome to Chili's. It was maybe like a once a month (laughs) thing. What is that? (laughs) Do you know that meme? Hi, welcome to Chili's. I don't think so. Is this something I missed? Oh my God. it's, It's a very famous vine. And then it like it became very like viral, and now it's even like a sound effect that people use on TikToks. And I, oh, in funny. researching, I found out that the Viner has actually passed away. He passed oh, away no. at the age of twenty four, which is very sad. That's but so sad. his memory lives on. Welcome to Chili's. Hi, welcome to Chili's. <laughs> he like it's like a six second Vine, and he walks into his bathroom, and he's like just wearing like boxer briefs, and for whatever reason, he's like, "Hi, welcome to Chili's." But oh, then it God. like has. You know, it's like the cat fighting with the real housewife. Like it's become like a viral That's thing. That's funny. You know what I'm talking about? You know that one? I think so. I don't yeah, know. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, so all of that <laughs> is to say today, I have this one star Yelp review okay. on Chili's. Hi, welcome to Chili's. Okay. I can't so, wait. This is written by Karen W. And I found this literally in October of the year we started this podcast. So I don't remember what Chili's this is from. I don't know where it is in the world or whatever. But I'll allow it. Here we go. So this is Karen W.'s one star review. Here we go. Let's hear Okay. I'll never come back. It's cold as hell. I asked for a strawberry margarita. They gave me water. The menu sucks. Dribk's bad. Did I mention how cold this place is? The streak is hard as hell. But top it off, the manager took our order for exclamation marks. Jerk. Go by to your cave office. When taking our order, he said he, me, er, loom. At the menu, when he tried to show us something, I knew he was off. But never again. I'm done. Sorry, Chili. And Adam. Ten exclamation marks. Twelve exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Then when I confronted him, all I heard from his eyes was whatever. And the skeleton waitress was such a smart A. Never again. The couple next to us told us about their experiences, which was horrible as well. All they had was drinks. Wish we had spoken to them before we order. My first and last time. They messed up on our bill. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yippee, yo, yippee. They've also included two images, just so you can can know sure sure one literally looks like like a v8 drink i'm guessing it's probably the strawberry margarita that they say they didn't get okay and then the other picture is like mashed potatoes with a lot of cheese on them and then what appears to be an outrageously well done steak (laughs) okay wow all right a lot happening here here's my like biggest issue and this is like where i want to call in our listeners guys if you know anybody named karen who's not a karen i really like want to interview a karen on our show that's super cool because it just upsets me on behalf of the karens out there that are probably lovely that we have so many karens named karen that are karens like this is such a karen example down to the manager took our order well karen right what's the problem why is that an issue 
Why is it a problem that the manager's taking your order? Maybe they were busy, so the manager needed to come out. Was the manager scolding you? Like I don't I don't even understand that whole argument of why they need to go back into their cave and they can't be on the floor taking orders. I mean, you've worked at restaurants before. If it got really busy, is there a world in which the manager might come out and, you know, help out? If they're a good manager, yeah. If they're a good manager, right? So, like, I don't really understand the complaint there. Also, my goodness, the spelling. I mean, Karen must have... She must have won every spelling bee, huh? That she ever entered in. No, this is probably one of the most egregious crimes against spelling we've seen on the show. I mean, should we go through them? Because some of them, I feel like I don't even... I don't even know what what was being said. Well, I will say... The lack of punctuation is like really extreme, except for like the exclamation marks. And my favorite typo is the number of exclamation marks after the name Adam, who like I can only assume is the name of the manager. Manager. But I think that 12 is like their finger slipped off of the shift button when because it's 10 exclamation marks, 12. And then four more exclamation marks. What? So I think that the 12 is actually like their finger came off of the shift when they were doing exclamation mark. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's it's like this is. No, Do you understand that? Like because the exclamation mark is so, one. Yeah. So you have to push shift one to make an exclamation mark. You don't have to make, type oh. an exclamation mark on your laptop right now. Oh, yeah. I guess you do have to do shift one. Yeah. Right. Oh, so, so I oh, think so it was that like it was shift like, one, and then there's a bunch of ones. Instead no, of exclam- it's a bunch of exclamation marks, and then it's randomly twelve, and then it's more exclamation marks. Like the number twelve? Yes, I think that they like yes the oh, the numbers okay, the numbers okay, okay. one two. I was thought you meant randomly twelve more exclamation points. Oh, okay, okay, this makes sense. No, it's the number twelve. This okay, that's like the least of our concerns with this. All right, I know, but it's my favorite. Streak is hard as hell. Is steak as hard as hell? Steak. Okay. Yeah. Also, dribs. Dribs is drinks bad. Right. I wrote that dribs. Yeah, dribs bad. Then there's one I really I need your help with this one. So this was he me heirloom. Right. Well, they say go by to your cave office. Right. I think they meant back. And then it says when taking our order, he said he me heirloom. So I'm thinking he needed to look at the menu. Maybe he he me or what is look. He mirror loom. He mirror loom. Maybe maybe it's. I'm trying to looking at a keyboard. He mirror loom. Me, it's me er. So I think that might be need. I think they meant to say need. need. He need look at the menu when he tried to show us something. I knew he was off. Oh, okay. But never again. I'm done. What? Also, it's funny to say chili. Sorry, chili. Oh my god! And also the <laughs> fact that they were complaining that it was so cold, cold. in a place called Chili's. <laughs> no, wait, I never I thought about. <laughs> wait, that's I never funny. thought about. Yeah, because I was gonna say it's funny to say that it's as cold as hell, which we always say on this podcast. Hell is hot, fire, right? But, but also, it's cold called Chili's. Chili's hot. <laughs> Wait, and then the skeleton uh, waitress. Do you think that that means they're anorexic, or do you think that means that they're so cold because it's a skeleton? Oh, can you read me that again? I think I missed it because I was taking notes. Oh, it says then I confronted him. All I heard from his eyes was whatever, and the skeleton waitress was a smart A. 
Skeleton waitress. Right. What does yeah. that mean? I don't know what I think skeleton it must waitress? be. A, must be a comment on weight. Wait, that's what I think very, as well. Very thin. This is just so weird. I mean, the Karen, can we, the, oh my God, it's a Karen again? Because I was just, oh my Godding, it's a Karen. Oh my God, it's a Karen. The whole time. And the re- the way that I define a Karen is, where's the real complaint here? Because it's so, even if there is a real complaint here, and this is co- commonly the case with Karens, it's so lost in all the mishigas of everything else that you're saying that I don't even know what your complaint is. Is your complaint that the food is bad? Or that it's well, cold, like, or that the manager was, was a jerk, or that the waitress was a smartass. Yeah, like it's or just, that the manager didn't know the menu. Right, like it's just organized in such a way that I'm like, I don't really understand what you're complaining about. You're not making any sense. What is happening? Well, that is a really interesting point here because literally every single sentence is addressing a different thing that's wrong exactly so like i don't stay long enough in any of the arguments to be like oh i trust this narrator i'm like i have no idea what the fuck you're talking about karen i have completely lost any ground i can't even say if this is a fluke or if this is common i think you're being truthful and i can't assess the value of this because it's so lost in translation or lack thereof yeah i for whatever reason it lands on me for the very first sentence to be i'll never come back i'm already sort of like oh god like for whatever reason it's like the opposite of a compliment sandwich i'm instantly like oh god like i'm already at odds with you because i feel like you're being dramatic exactly so but then to follow that with a comma that says it's cold as hell Wait, what? Like, you're never coming back because it's cold? Like, bring a sweater. Yeah, exactly. And then to say, I asked for a margarita and they gave me water? Like, how's that a complaint? Sometimes people, like, want water in addition to their alcohol. Right. And then to say the menu sucks, like, the drinks... Like, what? I understand. Okay, if the steak is hard, what does that mean? Like, are you saying it's overcooked? I would think overcooked because, like, as you cook it, it gets tougher. Right. But again, like, okay, so if that's a legitimate complaint, which it is, like, if, if if I order a steak medium and it comes well done, that's a legitimate complaint. But it's not, the message isn't being delivered in a way that's clear enough for me to even say, does Karen have a leg <laughs> to stand on here? If Karen did come at it like, you know what, it was cold, they messed up my drink, then they overcooked my steak, it was like hard as a and rock. And they messed up like, the bill. They messed up the bill. Like, yeah, okay, all of that is within this, but it's... I'm sorry, Karen, but you're shady. I mean, you're calling one of the waiters a skeleton, you're telling the manager to go back to their cave. I mean, you're rude. That they're a jerk. They're a jerk. You're a jerk. But there's no you supporting evidence about why the manager was a jerk. That's what I mean. Or That's... why the skeleton waitress is a smart A. Right. They also don't say, they don't elaborate what they messed up on the bill. Also, you later took a picture of what I'm assuming is the strawberry margarita. Which you obviously got. So you, you got it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, Karen. I'm mad. I just, every single time we bring in a Karen, I think this is going to be the week that the Karen is going to defy the odds. And it's not this week. I know. I mean, if I were to look (sighs) at like the unique information, I'm really hearing that it's cold. Like, maybe if I was going to come to this Chili's, I would know to bring Bring a jacket, a light jacket. Yeah. I just think going to a Chili's and having it be cold is almost like 
kitschy and funny and cute. Okay. Well, also temperature is so subjective. And then my next question here, like we were talking about the steak being overcooked. Like how many times in an evening do you think that there's a conversation at a restaurant about the temperature preparation of a steak? Like, please give us more supporting evidence. Like you wanted it cooked this way. It came out this way. You asked for it to be recooked and there was an issue. Like, I feel like a recook on a steak is not that, like, isn't that outrageous? Like, did you say, like, we had seven recooked? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. What do you mean that it's hard? And the picture of the steak, like, makes, gives the impression to me that they ordered it well done and then were upset that it was hard. So then that also makes me have another feeling about Karen. Yeah. Like, Karen didn't even need to ask for the manager. Karen was already getting the manager as their server. Karen could have easily said, you know what? Steak's overcooked. Take it off the bill or give me a new one or whatever it is. And it could probably have been accomplished. I just think that Karen seems like the kind of person that really loves to complain, really loves to think that the world is against them, is going to find evidence in anything around them that supports their negative point of view, including the table that just got drinks. How do you know that they just got drinks because the food, they think the food is terrible. Maybe they just got drinks because they told us. Oh, they, Oh, they did. Never again. The couple next to us told us about their experiences, which was horrible as well. All they had was drinks, Wish we had spoken to them before we order. Okay. You know what? Well, that's, I still stand to the same point. I think Karen will attract other Karens. Like I think Karen is keeping their eyes open for anyone around them. That's going to substantiate their story. It's so funny because that's how I felt at the end of the laser tag review that I like, of course, she's going to go find the person to confirm that they thought it smelled bad, too. Right. But like, this reminds me of... But then, of, like, in that one, in that one, at least, it was, like, then we saw pictures of the space, and it was, like, okay, it did look kind of dingy. In this case, it's, like, we're showing pictures that are supporting the fact that we got the drink that we said we didn't get? Like, what are these pictures doing? This reminds me of a, a thing that was going around on Instagram that I put on my story. I need to find it again. But it's so funny that they're, like, I'll never come back, and they end with, my first and last time. It's, like, well... Do you think that like they're going to be upset about that? Right. You sound horrible. You sound like you are such a bad. They're probably like, thank goodness she's not coming like, thank back. God. Right. Yeah. Do we think that they're being truthful at all? Or like, no. I, it just like, it seems like their barometer is so off that like, I can't trust anything. Yeah. I mean, I think that, and, and, and by that same measure, like I can't ascertain whether or not this is common or a fluke, even though they're saying that they have a couple next to them who are in agreement that the food is bad. I don't know. I used, did you ever eat at Chili's growing up? Oh my God. Yes. I love like you're like a chain restaurant sort of queen, uh, if you will. I mean, I eat at Chili's all the time. Do you recall the food being any worse than any other equivalent restaurant? Well, okay. Then this goes along with this typical fluke common conversation. Cause to me, yeah, I feel like there is, and I have an affinity. I mean, I am a person that like is happy to go to Burger King and I feel a certain way when it's a tablecloth restaurant. Like I, like I don't feel as comfortable in a tablecloth restaurant, but I can recognize that there are different standards per, it's like when you look at a Zagat rating and there's a different number of money signs, like you're going to have a different, (laughs) 
experience. Right. Wait, did I say it wrong? No, I, I mean, that's how I said it, but I'm saying like, remember that? Because I feel like that was sort of like pre-Yelp, pre-internet when you used to get the Zagat guy. Sure. But my point there is like, you know, without making a grandiose over generalized sweeping statement here, yeah. I do feel that Chili's, Applebee's, like these neighborhood type restaurant pub situations are very corporate and they're like first time jobs for like teenage people and people in college. It's like, we know that the, there's a certain kind of level to the cuisine, you know, to me, I feel like there's an expectation of what you're going to get when you go to these type places. And I am a person that loves to frequent these kinds of places. It's like, this is not a five-star Michelin restaurant. And no offense to Chili's, but like, I'm not getting the steak, personally. (laughs) You know what I mean? Are you going to get the baby back ribs? I would if if I did eat ribs, I would get the baby back ribs because that's what they're known for. If I was going to go myself, I would probably get a burger, a chicken Caesar salad. I would get like the low hanging, this kind of restaurant food. I think it is unusual to go to these kind of more chain restaurants and go for like the steak, unless you're going Outback or something like that. And, and Outback leave Steakhouse, being right. Outback Steakhouse and leave being pleased. Right. Like you're setting yourself up to fail, Karen, by going to Chili's. Order the chili for Christ's sake. I mean, Get something that is within the wheelhouse of this restaurant. I don't know that the impact of this review is high in the sense that if I was deciding whether or not I was going to go to these this chili and I chilies and I read Karen's <laughs> review, would I not go because it's going to be a little bit cold and I, like what else is the complaint? The manager might be my server. No, <sighs> to me it just really feels like. I don't know why it is. And maybe I'm like putting some bias on Karen here. But when everything is wrong, like for whatever reason, there's just no context to perceive Karen in any other way than being a complaining person. Like totally. Everything is so exclamation marked. Everything is so like unattention paid that it just feels like a rambling, angry person that has lost any sort of grounding to make this have any value. Like, I I don't know how to like, uh, I don't know how to like communicate it in a way for Karen to maybe hear like how you could be more persuasive. This is literally just like, what? I mean, I think it's like stick to your point and substantiate your arguments. Don't just like make these sweeping comments you know, and these also like biting critiques of the skeleton waitress and the manager that should go to their cave because I'm no longer hearing you, Karen. I'm just hearing these things that you're saying. And now within the context of you sort of being shady, I'm less apt to believe what you have to say. That's what it comes down to. You know, we talk about this all the time about the compliment sandwich and how effective it is, but it just lets you know, okay, this isn't somebody that goes through life looking for the shitty, you know, the shit sandwich in every situation because they went into it optimistic or they really liked the tablecloth. I don't know. Like there's something that we liked about this place. So this is a person that is capable of liking things in the situation of Karen here. I don't know that this is like someone who is capable of liking things. 
I know. It really is like almost, well, I, I feel like the, I don't, I, I would not call this a deal breaker. And, no. but the impact is almost like, it's not negative or positive. I'm just sort of like, I need to next. Like, I think that like, in terms of negative reviews, Chili's is getting off on this one. Like they're not, this is not a ding towards Chili's. Except I do hear that it's cold. I do think it might be cold. If that's the worst thing, I mean, it's cold at the movie theater, right? Like, if that's the worst thing about this restaurant is that it is a little bit cold, whatever, get a sweater. Right. I don't know what to tell you. Like, if that's to, I mean, again, I don't mind being a little cold, so maybe that's my own personal bias, but I don't think that that's a huge deal breaker. Are you not going to go to a restaurant because it's cold? Yeah, I'm really and and I really am confused about the order in which the litany is yes. presented. I'm wondering if what happened is they were upset about the strawberry margarita, so then the server was like the manager has to take over the steak. Yes, I can't deal with them. that's what I think. And then they got the steak and then the steak was raw, like right. it was hard, like and, and the manager was like, like it dealing just, with them and managing them the whole time and they're the the most like difficult table ever. And everybody right. is probably ignoring them except for these other two Karens that are next to them being like, I know, isn't the food terrible? Because you're right. going to always have those people that are going to make these Karens think that they're right. I'm mad. And what is like the, <laughs> like, what else do you expect? Like, I mean, I guess like the customer is always right. That's a general conversation here. But when I confronted him, all I heard from his eyes was whatever. Okay. Well, and, and you heard from his eyes. That's an interesting. I know it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> interesting. Maybe you saw in his eye. You heard from his eyes. Yeah. Again, shitty side of the street, right? Like you, Karen, can't even say that they said whatever. You're just saying that their eyes said whatever. Right. So they might have said, "I'm sorry, you're feeling that way," or whatever it is. But you saw slash heard through your vision of the world, whatever. Yeah, and then just finally here, like, to play devil's advocate, like, even though I have an opinion about where Chili's falls in the whole ranking of niceties, sure. let's say that I'm going to Chili's and I really want it to be a spectacular experience, which is fair to say that most people going, like, no one wants to go there for it to be bad. Right. So we just keep going back to, okay, if it's cold, you could request, hey, it's a little cold in here, or you could be prepared by having a little cardigan in your car or something. You ask for the margarita, they bring you water, but yet you took a picture of the margarita. So you either had to say, hey, where's my margarita? Okay, maybe that's obnoxious. You're saying the menu sucks and the drinks are bad. Well, these are things you could look up before you go into the restaurant. There's always a menu outside, so you could turn around. Like, okay, that still is sort of falling on you. Then it's sort of like the steak was hard. Okay, I'm hearing a complaint. But then it's just like the manager is a jerk. They should go to their office. The skeleton server, they messed up our thing. Even the people around it, like, I'm never coming back. It just is like, what? I don't know. I think I can crown this. Um, I can crown. I can crown Karen. There's nothing left to say on my part. <laughs> honestly, right. I've said it all. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influence one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. The queens are tabulating. One in three women will be assaulted in their lifetime, and Birdie is actively creating a world where women's safety is a given. Birdie has upped the concept behind Keychain Mace, which involves proximity with your danger source, and has created Keychain Alarm Sirens. When activated, Birdie both strobes with light and admits 
a 130 decibel siren comparable to a jet engine flying 100 feet above you. Birdie is compact, super cute with bold colors, and with every alarm purchased, Birdie gives a percentage of profits to partner organizations that passionately support women's safety, shelter, and health. Birdie is sold exclusively at cheesebirdie.com. And when you use our coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at checkout, you will save 20% off the purchase price. The coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at cheesebirdie.com. Total school. Okay, Trey's holding up a half crown. I'm holding up zero crowns. On this one, I actually went a little bit. That's right, zero. I went a little bit mathematical because the whole time I was thinking, am I going to go half crown? Am I going to go zero crowns? And I went category by category and rated it out. And there was only the only categories that I gave a half crown in was value, maybe for the cold, and then another half crown for, oh, that's not even a half crown. No, that's a zero crown. That was it. The value was only the fi- the 0.5. And when you divide 0.5 by one, two, three, four, five, six different line items, we're getting so close to zero, it's negligible at that point. So I had to go with zero crowns. I just don't see the value here more than anything about my opinion of who Karen is as an individual, which is obviously strong as I'm getting heated talking about Karen like I know them. But I just think... When your spelling is that bad, you're using that many exclamation points. I can't follow the narrative. I don't even know what you're saying in half the sentences. And then what you are saying is, I don't know. I'm just getting the vibe that I'm not trusting you. I can't give you any credit for that, right? I can't I can't say that you are making the person that is going to this Yelp page deciding whether or not they're going to eat at this restaurant. I can't say you're making their lives any easier. I think that you're a speed bump. Uh, in the journey of Yelp reviews. And for that reason, zero crowns, Karen. Do better. I don't know what else to say. Um, sorry about that. Why half crown? I mean, I really agree with everything you're saying. The the speed bump in the reviews on Yelp. Like that yeah. really that really is like I said half crown only because they included two pictures, which I do think is queenly. Even if I like just look at the images separately if i'm just scrolling through the gallery of of customer images i can see the mashed potatoes i would eat them you like i can see like the cloudiness of the drink like it's not for me but like i'm getting a i'm 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 able to draw conclusions based on the images but then uh, you know really the half was because maybe i'm hearing it's cold but like that it's really just what is the value here for me is like I get two visuals and I I think that's really impactful. Right. This is a really great example of like how to undermine your own review because we are reading. So just be a little aware of your spelling and grammar and like, like it just comes across as a rant and you know, as a Southerner, you know, it's like you can get more with honey than you can with vinegar. And it's a little like, very vinegary it's just like it's not even a vinaigrette it's just like straight vinegar this is not a vinaigrette there's nothing <laughs> to shake here it's just there's yeah no there's pretty no rough. Oil. there's no balance yeah well honestly if karen never says hi welcome to chilies <laughs> if she never hears that ever again that's chili's fine and i would say good for chilies you know yeah 
I I don't think Chili's deserve that. You know, they got. I love Chili's. They have a great jingle. I ate there when I was a kid with my parents. I think I ordered right. I never had a problem outside of like the quality that I was expecting. Right. The one thing I'll say is like, I feel good that we're poking holes in this review. I think it's, this was a suspicious review. I'm glad you brought it in. I think it needed to be discussed. More of these reviews need to be discussed so that we can understand some of these reviews are not valid. And this is a perfect example of one that is clogging the chain. We need to drain out this shit out of the Yelp page. I just wish that Yelp would hire us. I think the speed bump conversation is really important. Right? This really feels yeah. like a speed bump. Yeah. Yelp, can we talk? We are doing the hard work. Let's figure out what reviews need to go. Even if the reviews could stay, Yelp, with a little flag of like, this is sus. We got to create our own badges that we can just yeah. like stick on I think on like there. if the review queens were working with Yelp, we would slap a badge on this one that says caution, you know, disregard or caution. I like that. This deserves a caution badge. This, it deserves a caution badge. This, you know, I don't know that this person is completely truthful. So glad we got to do this today. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump from this caution badge. Yes. Into a celebratory badge. Chelsea, please. We have reached the most regal portion of our show. Who are you inducting for? My Royal Highness. Well, Trey, I am so glad you asked. And I just think, I can't believe I haven't inducted this group of people sooner, but I want to go ahead and induct the dog groomers of the world. How could I not do this? First of all, I think these people are way underappreciated. They put up with so much from the dogs, from the owners. Mm. They're cleaning friggin' anal glands for Christ's sake. We should be more grateful of these people that are really, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of work and oftentimes they're being underpaid. Please remember to tip your, your dog groomers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, there's just, there's so much more appreciation that is deserved here. Personally, Goldie has a dog groomer that I really like a lot. And Goldie is not the easiest. Bella, my last dog who passed away, who should rest in peace. Every time I would pick her up from the groomer, they were like, she's the best. Goldie, I pick her up. They're like, oof, you know, we had to put a muzzle on her. So they put up with a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they do this and they're dedicating their lives to our animals to make them so fresh and so clean, clean. I just thought it was important that we took a moment to say thank you. Thank you to all the dog groomers out there. We hear you. We appreciate you. And our dogs' lives and our lives would not be the same without you. So thank you. I want to make you today my hour. Royal Highness. I tremendously concur. When you take your dog to the groomer, do they do the nail trimming? They do the nail trimming. I, that alone. Do. That alone. I know. I could the never. Anal gland, the teeth, the 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 nails. Oh my god! The whole the whole shebang. You know, obviously it's a luxury to be able to do it in the first place. But like, <sighs> you know, I just don't think we're we're grateful enough. I often see people complaining like, oh, they're taking too long or whatever. Like 
Sometimes I'm in a little rush. Last time I was in a little bit of a rush. But other than that, I'm like, take the time you need, you know? I mean, we thankfully have dogs that do not require grooming. And we often right. talk about it. Like, it does come up often. Like, thank God we don't have to deal with, like, a grooming bill. But that is yes. just, I mean, such a good induction. Couldn't live without a dog groomer, personally. I have stories for the after show about this. Because my mom, oh. you know, was a poodle groomer. Oh, that's right. Well, and breeder? Breeder and groomer. So, there, I have stories. Oh, yeah, okay. we'll talk about it. Can't them. wait to get into that. Well, with that tease, we have done yes. it, Queen. That is another round on the Are You a Skeleton Frozen Cube <laughs> of RQ Ferris Wheel of Complaining? Bird, so chilly. So chilly. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, please tell an enemy. To support the production of our show, visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate, where even a dollar tip is much appreciated. Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com to stay up to date with all of the goings on in the queendom. Hit up our voice mailbox, one eight five zero review zero i called about 20 times the other day you can follow us on all the socials at the review queens i'm at chelsea bd and i am at trey gerald on this week's after show pod we are rating and reviewing a five-star review which i will put five stars in quotes for Mueller Austria multi-blade adjustable mandolin cheese vegetable slicer cutter shredder with precise maximum adjustability. It's super califragilistic, expialidocious. Oh my word. I know. So to find out what made Trey say. We're really good punk rock singers. Marilyn Manson, you better watch out. We're coming for your gig. And to find out what made Chelsea say? Yeah, like, I'm kind of a petty fatty. I don't know. You ever heard anyone say that? Maybe not. Moving on. <laughs> then go ahead and become a member of our Patreon. You can do so at reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon so that you get to hear our weekly members-only after-show companion podcast. It comes out every Friday. You know you need it in your life. And remember, of course... Ignore the haters and the Karen haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Woo-hoo. Goodbye. Woo-hoo. I want my baby back, baby back, Chili. baby back, 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 baby that's definitely the shortened version because I remember a longer theme song, right? I mean, I just think we could go on and on and on with a million verses if we desired. And sometimes I do. We should write one based on Karen's review. <laughs> oh, man. It would be misspelled. <laughs> review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Hi, welcome to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. Oh.